Introducing the Two-Way V4, where groundbreaking fuel cell technology meets fresh foam cushioning for the ultimate performance. With fuel cell, each step feels explosive, delivering unparalleled energy return. Paired with fresh foam, experience maximum comfort throughout the game. Its lightweight textile upper offers support and breathability without sacrificing agility. Whether you're hitting the clutch shot or locking down the opposition, the Two-Way V4 gives you the tools to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the Two-Way for yourself at NewBalance.com. Welcome in to the Atlanta Enquirer podcast where Illinois notches a marquee victory this time. They actually close it out this time against a top five team. Makes you wonder, man, where would they be sitting if they got two in a row? Maybe a top 15 ranking or something like that. Uh, but Illinois beats Michigan 71-62. Jeremy Werner with Derek Piper. Um, that's some great defense. And, hey, they, they made a play down the stretch as Michigan made a frantic run at the end, Eric. Andres Felice with the big bucket, and uh, they're able to close it out defensively. Didn't give up any uh, points over the last two minutes. A lot of fans can breathe a little bit, right? Yeah, absolutely. Exhale and, and you get a win that's going to matter on your resume. You'd be a top five team on your home floor. Michigan has play, played darn well. They, they beat North Carolina and Gonzaga, and it only gave them a lot of problems with their defense. They had them figured out in the last two games against Maryland and Michigan. Again, two top five teams. This team has really defended well and been locked in, and they've been the tougher team, the more physical team, and that's something that's different for an Illinois basketball club that is interior is really strong, and obviously defensively those two games pretty impressive yeah I think that Maryland game we almost get lost in it a little bit because of what happened against Miami it was so embarrassing the the team was just not ready to play they weren't tough they weren't ready the scouting report they didn't know a scouting report last couple games I think you've seen what a Brad Underwood team should be right that was a well-schemed defense uh, offensively it wasn't always pretty but they they got off to a good start uh, and were able to just eke out a victory but it was just a well-designed game for them and they as you said out toughed them like that's an identity they've been growing the last two weeks or two weeks and I feel like that um, Miami game really woke this team up right like that we can't just show up we can't take these teams not too seriously and, and maybe just having two f- top five opponents really woke them up that hey we got to elevate our game yeah absolutely and it was it was time to wake up it was time to do something about all the expectations and and all of that but you know we talked about identity where last year it was forcing turnovers and getting on transition and maybe now it, they're showing the last two games that it's pounding the ball inside being the tougher team uh, locking up on defense and understanding scouting report and be it was really well game planned as you said against Maryland and Michigan they didn't allow threes they really made it a two-man game with with Simpson and Teske and Kofi won that matchup, and uh, he really challenged uh, Simpson going to the rim, too. Yeah, we'll talk about that here in a second, but I'm just looking at Michigan. Three of 18 from three. Um, Illinois was only one of 11 from three, but Illinois gets all the free throws, uh, 14 of 20, all in the second half, as Michigan only had one foul in the first half. They had uh, nine by the 12-minute mark in in the second half, so that really helped them. Um, But just a Michigan team, Derek, that knows how to win, maybe not as talented. They don't have as many explosive athletes, Um, so the talent is is definitely more even, but you just a John Beeline team always came in here. They won 14 of the last 16 against you, and just seemed like they always had the edge. I think Juwan Howard's proven he's a good coach. He's got a good reputation, but it was nice to see Illinois just match up and finally take down Michigan. It just really embarrassed you the last decade. 
Yeah, it's good to move that trend in the other direction. But obviously, as you said, with, with Simpson and, and Teske, two seniors that have won a ton of basketball games coming in here, I wondered, you know, it was going to get in the late game and was Illinois going to be able to stay composed and make the right plays? I know they scared some people there for a while. but And then also Michigan with their shot making. But Illinois really addressed that and, and made sure they didn't get easy ones and obviously came away with a big win. I thought we came in here with uh, an all-Big Ten can at center. Um, Well, there might have been two. Let's talk about that next. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride-or-die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. I have a lot of respect for John Teske and the maturation he's made uh, at Michigan, turning from a guy who just looked like he was going to be a body in the Big Ten uh, to one of the more skilled bigs uh, in the Big Ten. He had a pretty good game tonight, 16 points, 7 rebounds. I had a couple turnovers, but he was really effective. And um, But Kofi Coburn was better. And I kind of wrote as I was writing, like, Kofi Goburn did this, 19 points, 10 rebounds, and four block shots against an all-Big Ten center. I think we've seen the last two games, Derek. I mean, we were like, what's Kofi got against Jalen Smith and John Teske? He's been great. He got in foul trouble against Maryland, but that first half, he just owned him. This kid's an all-Big Ten candidate right now in a, in a conference that is loaded with great big men, and he looks like the unquestioned freshman of the year right now in the Big Ten. He's, he's risen to the challenge these last couple games. It's amazing how comfortable he looks and how confident he is and now you're starting to see that the free throw line obviously and Illinois playing you know through him on offense and now defensively he's he's been a presence he was tonight against Michigan but yeah nine and seven and a half against Jalen Smith doesn't get in foul trouble then obviously those numbers are inflated quite a bit more but he already put his uh reservation in for Big Ten freshman of the week this week as well for what he did tonight and man it's so impressive what four or five that he would have but I, I think that's the part Derek I mean you, you saw him in high school. You saw him on the AU circuit. We knew he could rebound. We knew he had some skill offensively. I don't know if we thought he'd make 23 of 26 free throws like he has, and that's been a change since the beginning of the year. Brad Underwood said it was just practice. But it's just the IQ. Um, the, the you know Sometimes you get big men that just play basketball because they're told to play basketball and they're good at it. He's got competitiveness. Unfortunately, you saw it uh, go against Lewis Garrison tonight, the ref, and hopefully he's okay. But there's just an extra level of that I didn't know. It was in the scouting report of, of Kofi Coburn when he was coming in. Yeah, that's a great point. And yeah, he dominated the glass in the UIBL circuit and obviously was a physical presence that could score inside. But uh, I, I think just the composure he has defensively as well, the awareness now that he's able to block some shots and the, the conditioning that he's done, been able to, to withstand. He played 30 minutes tonight and had one foul. That doesn't happen for freshman bigs, especially against a John Teske, who's a senior, and as you mentioned, an, an all-Big Ten capable big man. So uh, it, it's pretty impressive what he's doing, and uh, the ceiling is really, really high for him. 
the ceiling is the roof, I think, for him. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Um, and you think of what he could be in a second year. Uh, and Brad Underwood kind of started thinking about it. Did you see? Did you hear Brad Underwood kind of catch himself? Yeah, he kind he's of like, stumbled off there and got caught in his fantasies a little bit. Like, yeah, he's like, say anything. a second year, oh, wait, a uh, whole summer with uh, Adam Fletcher. And he's almost like, hey, do I got to not talk about the NBA here? Because is that That's a possibility? True. I mean, Kofi, whatever comes in has been awesome. But he's uh, he's been ridiculous this season. I thought the Illini guard play was really strong. Derek, especially defensively. Like I look at this, and this is just a team win. Obviously, Kofi was the star tonight, um, but I thought I would assume had one of his better games. Got loose with the ball, had a couple really careless turnovers that really hurt Illinois uh, late in that game. But I thought in the first half he was good. 14 points, really attacked the glass for the first time in a while. Had eight rebounds. Trent Frazier, I just think, continues to play his role well. He was really aggressive in the first half, but his shot wasn't falling in the second, so he just kind of uh, played a team role and really played. Uh, Xavier Simpson well, but Andres Foyce came off the bench and get some big buckets, including finally Illinois got a big bucket when another team was making a run. That runner um, just eased everybody's concerns. He missed free throws at the end of the game, uh, but Andres Foyce making that big bucket, that's what they need. Yeah, closer, and he stepped up, and that's kind of a scramble play, but he gets the end one. He also hit a three later on in the second half that was big, and uh, both Andres and Io made plays going to the rim. I thought in the first half, Io was, was very good uh, attacking in space, as you mentioned. In the second half, he got loose with it, and he, he's got to be uh, able to cut out some of those careless turnovers, but whenever you limit a really good shooting team to three of 18 from three, you got to give credit to your guards and the way they locked in, and uh, I thought Io played Team basketball, for the most part, going to the glass was really a commitment to uh, to helping the team. Yeah. Uh, Georgie Bashan in Philly, I feel really nervous when he gets the ball sometimes. He had three turnovers tonight. Um, seems like he's forcing some things. But, boy, I thought late in that game, second half, Derek, he was locked in. Uh, not only defensively, he's calling out plays, um, rebounds. He was toughing, out-toughing people and made some. Big buckets down the stretch against some of those Michigan bigs. So, Georgia Pashashvili, I thought, had one of his better games in a while, too. You take you take some positive with the or negative with the positive tonight, but I thought uh, he gave them a lot of energy down the stretch. Air Georgie, that baseline dunk was incredible. Uh, he had a big swat that actually erased one of Io's turnovers at the other end. It's a LeBron chase down, yeah. Yeah, as you mentioned, he <laughs> he made Juwan Howard chuckle a little bit. He was calling out his play offensive, offensively. So, uh, yeah, Georgie was providing energy locked in. When he has 12 and 8, that's a really good night. Uh, can still cut cut out some of his ticky-tack fouls or turnovers, but uh, between Georgie and Kofi, he looked like one of the premier front-court tanners in the Big Ten. I hate to do it. Kipper's kind of playing well. Uh, he's he's playing he's playing an energy role, Derek. He's he's playing kind of a a glue guy. It looks like he's playing like I, I wanted to him before the season. He's playing like Demonte Williams right now. Defensively, he was really really good tonight. He had three steals, got into passing lanes. It was really good with the scouting report. Uh, had a couple, you know, one big take to the rim that he finished. Uh, made three of four free throws. That's the kind of production, that's the kind of presence that Kipper Nichols needs to bring every every day. And, and you asked Brad about that after the Maryland game, and he kind of chuckled to himself. I don't know how we get this out of him, but we could really use it. Yeah, no one really knows the answer. I just had to ask the question. But uh, for Kipper to belong in a physical game, he should. I mean, he's a redshirt senior. He's very, he's built very well physically, and he took a charge. He, as you mentioned, you know, three steals. And uh, if he can provide some of those minutes and that spark at the four spot, just energy, just energy and physicality, that that is a benefit for this team. Um, no Tevian Jones tonight. Um, when do we think we're going to see him? 
And, and, and should we? I mean, there was no reason, I think, to play him the last couple games. Um, you know, that's the problem with these suspensions that he's had. He's put himself back. He's not into a rhythm. He didn't get to, you know, get some of these cupcake games under his belt where he can gain some confidence and, and play with the team. That's on him, I think, more than Underwood. I know people love the idea of Tevian Jones, having a long athlete that can close out on guys, hit some threes, because this team is a bad three-point shooting team. Uh, but I get why he's not playing right now. Yeah, if you're very selective with the box score and see one of 11 from three, you'd be like, well, why is Tev not in? We know he can make threes. But when you play two top five teams in the country and, and you've all, all you've been doing is practicing, and we don't get to see practice. We don't know how he's he's playing right now and, and gelling with the team. Obviously, chemistry, he's got to be behind there. And, and, again, it might boil down to Kipper. Kipper's playing well and giving you minutes. And uh, if you're going to trust him, which you can the last two games, then uh, you ride with the guy that's been able to, to be out there in games. And uh, as far as when Tev's going to play, you would think Old Dominion because Old Dominion's not a very good team. If we don't see him in that game, then that would raise some red flags. All right, when we come back, let's talk about what this game means moving forward. That's next. Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. I don't know who's good in college basketball right now. Uh, I, I didn't think, and, and I think Vegas odds makers, obviously, uh, didn't think Michigan was a top five team. I, I saw Maryland. I think Maryland's a top 15-ish team, and they, they probably proved itself the last couple games they've played, and really before that. Uh, but they were undefeated, so somebody's got to rise up in the rankings. Uh, Michigan earned its ranking with their big wins, but just talent-wise, Derek, I didn't see a lot of explosive athletes. You know, Xavier Simpson, as great as he is, uh, he can't score all that well compared to some of these other league guards that you need. So how good do you think Michigan is, and, and how good will this win look at the end of the year? That's a great question. I wasn't super high on Michigan going into this year, you know, losing Jordan Poole and Iggy and Charles Matthews. I thought they were going to have trouble scoring it. Eli Brooks has stepped up, and he had a nice game, decent. Obviously, you can shoot the three, and, and Livers was quiet, only six shot attempts, but, I mean, he's shooting 49% from three. Franz Wagner was, he was nowhere like, to be seen. Four points in that game in 27 minutes. Yeah, if there was one guy going into that game that you wanted and are comfortable with taking threes, he's coming off a, a hurt wrist and has not shot the three very well. So he did not play. He did not play well. He was a minus fifteen. In the box, or the plus minus is that good? Yeah, he's pretty. He's pretty slender as well, six foot nine. But uh, Michigan's a good team. I think they're top five Big Ten team in my opinion. Uh, obviously, a tournament team and. Uh, I don't know. This is this is a pretty this is a pretty good win, and you'll be able to have the context of the fact that this this team had beaten North Carolina and Gonzaga, blew out Iowa, and then came here and got a loss. And that's what's interesting. I mean, non-conference play, Derek. You got Old Dominion. You got Mizzou. What uh, another game in there? I can't even think of it at the top of my head. North Carolina and T. That's it. One more game. Um, got to go three and zero there. Yeah. Um, after that. 
like how would you grade the start of the 2019-20 season like the 2019 part of the 2019-20 season if they can get through those three games unscathed it probably takes away the, the Miami loss when you balance a top five win on your home court versus the Miami. Uh, and, and then you probably didn't expect to win at Arizona, and it's tough. you didn't expect to win at Maryland. So it's maybe a C, C-plus. The fact that you got a win that matters on your resume uh, it probably matters more than if you would have flipped it and, lost, and beat Miami and lost to Michigan. So uh, the fact that you have that one on there, I'd say C-plus. No, I, I agree with you. So that's the thing about Big Ten play, though. Derek, as, as we look at this, coming into this game, I think it was 10 of the top 30 were Big Ten teams in the Ken Palm, 12 of the top 70 or something like that. It, it was ridiculous. Um, the, the Big Ten is loaded, and you're going to have so many opportunities to get really good wins. Like I, I think the Big Ten's got nine possi- you know, possible NCAA tournament teams this year. I think that's possible. So it's going to be tough, but if you can get – double-digit Big Ten wins, you're definitely putting yourself in the conversation because you're going to have really good wins if you get that. Yeah, it starts with protecting your home court. When teams come here and you're able to hold serve, and so far every Big Ten home team has come away with a win, 10-0 so far. But, yeah, definitely Ohio State is up there. You have a bunch of teams that are in that tournament type of range, and uh, each and every game you're not going to know, and that's why Illinois couldn't afford to start 0-2 because you never know if you play at Michigan State, Purdue, and then at Wisconsin. Are, are you 1-4 and or are you 0-5? Uh, but then again, as far as stacking up a resume, maybe we're not going to worry as much about the non-conference because you have those opportunities if you take advantage felt like we learned a lot about the team the last couple games like that that they have it in them I think they figured that out uh I felt you know I I keep going back to this I think the Arizona game was a wake-up call that they hadn't arrived yet um but then they got all the cupcakes right And, and then they got fat on that and Miami comes in here and wakes them up last two games has been really encouraging and and that's why even after that Maryland loss Derek I was like I think this team can figure it out because they did figure it out against Maryland they just didn't make the plays today they just made a couple more plays and um, you know when you're stacking up against Maryland and and Michigan that's what we expected coming into the year so I feel like they're on the right track now it's about being consistent with it and that's the hard part with a team that hasn't won Right with a team that hasn't been there before, none of these guys have played in the NCAA tournament. Right, like none of these guys have really experienced. I think Kipper's the one that's experienced a winning season on this team. Like that's it. Like so, now how do you do it consistently? Um, that's what Brad Underwood's got to get out of them, and that's where you need your player leadership. And it helps to have a, a player like Kofi Coburn who takes you to the next level. Yeah, they're finding out more about their identity and what it's going to take to win defensively uh, and then also their their level of toughness and, and getting the ball inside. And, and, yeah, you would like to see them shoot better from three. That, that's going to be a requirement to, to be able to sustain success. Uh, but, yeah, this team is individually talented enough. And, and now being able to put the pieces together, it's a challenge on Underwood to, to continue to sustain that. But uh, consistency game to game, but also within a game. You can't have those late stretches that kill you. And, and this team still has to get better uh, as – a closing unit, but it was good to see and come out with a win. Austin Berkland said it was a, a must win. Well, they got it. Kind of it. felt like it a little bit. I know <laughs> I it wasn't, get, I it get wasn't it. do no. or die tonight, but it felt like it. It wasn't do or die for the NCAA tournament tonight, but boy, you can breathe easier. You can feel you just feel a lot better about what this team is, what they're made of, 
moving forward after tonight. So that was a proving grounds for them. And I, I got where the angst was coming from, Derek. I, you know, people saw the must win, and I said, no, it's not a must win. A must win is John Gross against Michigan in the Big Ten tournament in 2014. I'm not hating on John Gross, by the way. I'm just saying that is the kind of must win where Tracy Abrams' shot just comes just down. Like, yeah, that was a must win for them. This team, though, responded to what a game, Derek, where there needed to be urgency. Yeah, they made sure they weren't in the hole, and they did. Yeah, absolutely, urgency and prove something, and and now keep up with the pace. The fact that teams in the Big Ten are taking care of their business on their home floor, and uh, this team's too good to to sustain. You know, go zero and four against high majors, and uh, and and not be in a position to be fighting uh, going into January. So uh, I, I think this was a, a big time win something you learned a lot about this team and now uh they're kind of in that position that we probably would have thought if you had to say who's the best team in the big 10 who would you say wow state they're, I'm with they're the deepest oh. it's amazing what chris holtman's doing man and why is it ohio state gotta be good at everything <laughs> i have no idea we talked about on the radio with line are they bad at anything like any sport that's scholarship are they bad at anything yeah I, I guess they can say we we always win. You know, we, the Illinois says we will win. Like, yeah, they can say we always win. Uh, it's good to be them. But uh, Illinois, good to be them after tonight. Illinois takes down number five, Michigan 71-62. No court storming, Derek. Io said it. We're not going to storm the court. And I was kind of looking around. And the crush, they, they expected to win that one. And here's the interesting thing. First win over a top five opponent for Illinois since beating number one Indiana, which was a court storming. Um, boy, that turned around that, that first season for for John Gross, but that was not and technically an upset. So kudos to the crush. They, they did they know that it wasn't technically an upset. So you can't storm the court. Kudos to the crush and kudos to people that made money in Vegas. I would not have had the, you know what's to to put money on Illinois in this game, but uh, Vegas knows something. Yeah. Uh, feel good win for Illinois basketball. Bask Illinois basketball back. We'll talk about it next time in the Atlanta Inquirer podcast. Uh, if you want to, subscribe to us, rate us, review us wherever you get your podcast. We'll talk to you next time. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.